Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio. Southern Race Week with your host, William Barber. Hi, race fans. Well, the 2023 season of NASCAR and racing is winded down. And this is Southern Race Week, where we get you up to speed on everything you need to know on what's going on on the short tracks and super speedways. Now, on this edition of Southern Race Week, we're going to kind of recap some of the things that's happened this year, kind of look forward to some things for next year, and... Kind of get some, uh, you know, thoughts from you to uh, reach out and touch us and tell us what you think about where we're going, what we're doing, and what we need to do and consider for next year. I'm WB, a.k.a. William Barber, and of course, setting high top is producing pit box in the world is none other than out there. What's going on, brother? Hey there, uh, WB. Glad to be with you again for this season finale edition of uh, Southern Racing Radio for 2023. As you mentioned there earlier, William, this will be our last brand new episode, and then we'll have best of programming through the off season, and then we'll uh, uh, and then we'll kick off a new season of Southern Racing Radio in February of 2024, leading up to the kickoff of the Daytona 500, and then by the time you know it, it'll be Atlanta Motor Speedway four race weekend, and then NHRA and the IndyCar Series. We'll kick things off in March, so uh, just very excited to get set to enjoy the holidays with our friends and and families, and take some time off and and enjoy all of that. And then by the time you know it, William, we're going to be kicking off a new season of uh, Southern Race Week Radio. So it's it's going to be great. What what are your big plans for the holiday season? Do you got anything uh, going on with the the misses and all of that? Not a not a whole lot. I mean, you know, give out some gifts to the nieces and nephews. Uh, uh, Alfie, I will let you know that, um, you know, I, I, you and the missus and the family did make the Barber Christmas card list this year. I mean, well, if that doesn't, if it doesn't get, if that doesn't get me fired up for the holidays, I don't know what, will I mean, you, you made the, I'm not going to say that there's going to be, you know, a million dollars in there for, you know, with that card, but there might be a coupon for some Krispy Kreme donuts. You well, know, how about that? Uh, well, hey, they just opened up a new Krispy Kreme near our place. So we'll, well, we'll take that to a full advantage, my friend. Barb, one Krispy Kreme donut going off to Alfie. So, but, you know, uh, yeah, it's uh, we're just going to chill out around the house, man. I mean, uh, it has been, uh, you know, December the 5th was the one-year anniversary of uh, me having – you know, Barb finding me unconscious, not breathing, uh, and had to have me rushed to the hospital and all this other stuff. So um, we've just been kind of, you know, just kind of chilling over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, I don't have any plans of going anywhere. Broke is a joke. Can't go nowhere anyway if we wanted to. But, uh, you know, just, just getting ready to try to make next year a bigger and brighter year than this year was because uh, it was kind of like a recovery year, if you will. So, but uh, how about you? What are, what are y'all doing for the Christmas with the with the boys and everything? Uh, nothing much, William. We're just going to keep it simple. Probably uh, uh, have some family at the house, open some gifts, and uh, just, you know, just enjoy that time with the kids. You know what I mean? I'll be taking some time off of work as well. So 
Uh, we'll, have, we'll, we'll just spend a bunch of time with the kids. And, you know, they love the holiday season. They love Christmas. Uh, they love opening up those uh, Christmas presents, William. So uh, Santa, I'm sure, will have everything they want under the tree that they asked for uh, this year. So uh, so very excited about that, William. And as you mentioned, we got a lot going on here on the program for our last episode. We do have a jam-packed final episode of Southern Race Week Radio. In just moments, we'll hear from the Director of Operations for the Car Tour Series, Keely Dumbinski. Uh, we have a lot going on in the Car Tour Series. He's going to break down all that for us. Also, Elon Werner, who is part of the uh, drag racing bracket bonanza. He'll recap the year, and that's and that little uh, adventure he took off and what's coming up in 2024. And then also we have the six-time NHRA Pro Stock Champion, Erica Enders, will be joining us here on the oh, program. Cool, so uh, cool. so another jam-packed program, William, of uh, Southern Race Week Radio. And uh, before we get into some little bit of racing news uh, coming up here as we wrap up the year in racing, William, anything jumps out at you real quick that uh, you are thinking as a highlight for – 2023 in the racing world? You know, um, I, I got to say the biggest moment was when we did a, uh, a meet and greet and an event with Ryan Blaney. And he and I got to talk privately before the event started. And um, we were talking about, you know, like, look, dude, you know, you win the whole championship. You know, what is that going to do for you? What is that going to do for your team? And he's like, dude, you just don't know. It's going to just take our team to a whole new level. You know, he's like, we want to win Atlanta. We want to win this. We want to win that. But to win it all is going to be the, you know, just the grand prize and will make him, you know, he said, it'll make me feel like I belong. You know, I called it when he was in Atlanta last time. I said, Ryan Blaney's going to win this whole thing. Well, William, uh, before we get to our break here and get to our great interviews we've got lined up, William, let's run down some quick uh, racing news here on uh, Southern Race Week Radio. I want to mention that Ty Majeski won in the uh, Snowball Derby this past weekend. That's the second time he has done that. Unfortunately, uh, Bubba Pollard, hometown hero and great friend of the show, uh, wrecked with seven laps to go as he was battling for the lead. Uh, so unfortunately there, Bubba was not able to get that elusive Snowball Derby victory. Uh, Ty Majeski came away with that. Uh, Chase Elliott won the most popular driver award for the sixth time in a row. Uh, so congratulations to Chase there. Good win. Uh, didn't get a win or the championship, but won the most popular driver of the year. Also from the great state of Georgia, David Reagan will be partaking in the Daytona 500 for RFK Racing and what they're calling the Stage 60 program. So he'll be driving the number 60 car for RFK Racing. And then also William NASCAR announced an historic media rights agreement uh, as that'll continue continue on Fox and NBC, but coming into the fold as well will be Amazon Prime and TNT. So if you want to see the schedules of what the networks will be carrying, what events and how practice and qualifying will also be a part of Amazon Prime as well, you can head on over to NASCAR.com for all the details. And also in 2025, uh, the CW will be the official home for the Xfinity series. So a lot there in the world of racing news and information. Hey guys, Dave Burns from NBC here. You're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network. It's Alfie as we continue on with our season finale of Southern Race Week Radio for you here for the year 2023 as we step aside, take some time off for the off season and get ready to kick off a new season in February 
of 2024, but we could not end our season of Southern Race Week Radio without inviting our next guest here via the Food Depot Zoom line, and she's been a extremely busy lady. Uh, she's been all over the place as the Cars Tour Series wrapped up their season a few weeks ago, but they have made some big, big-time news to the racing audience here along the far-flung network, as we've told you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in, as I mentioned, via the Food Depot Zoom line. She is the Director of Operations for the Cars Tour Series. Ladies and gentlemen, it's great friend of the show, Miss Keely Dubinsky. Miss Dubinsky, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here and on the season finale of Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Absolutely. Downtown Indianapolis, ready here for the PRI show weekend. Super excited to be catching up with you, though. Uh, Keely, we've been looking forward to have you on the program here. I know you're an extremely busy lady. You've had just an amazing year with the Cars Tour Series under your new ownership team, led by Dale Earnhardt Jr. and, of course, Justin Marks, uh, Kevin Harvick, Jeff Burton. So I know it's been absolutely crazy for you guys, a, a, a successful season. This is your first season with the new ownership. Before we talk about the big news going on in the Cars Tour Series, reflect back on this year. You guys have just been on the map with everything going on with the new ownership team, all the great drivers and, pen, and competitors that have been a part of the program, the great racing that has been going on. Uh, now that you had time to kind of re reflect and look back on the season, tell us a little bit about your thoughts as uh, – you ended the season a few weeks ago and all the excitement that went into the season. I'll tell you this, this season just felt bigger than any other season we've had before. And obviously a lot of that is owed to the new ownership group, of course, but just the energy in general, the energy in the pit area this season. I mean, everybody was locked in trying to do, you know, their absolute best finish up there in those standings, but more importantly, just have fun. You know, that that's one thing that we've always tried to make sure that we've done in the series is make it enjoyable. We don't want it to feel like you have to be there. Everybody that competes with us is there because they want to be there competing with us. It was a wild year. I will tell you that, you know, naturally, whenever you have an ownership change, things Things are going to change within the company, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, these owners came in and provided us with more resources that than we even knew were available. Um, so that's been that's been a really big learning curve um, for especially Jack and myself, just not being used to having um, really, really intelligent and well-respected people in the industry to lean on them, um, and ask for some advice or what we can do different. Um, so it's been, it's just been amazing having them for sure. And as you look back on the season, I mean, you guys did so many amazing things The North Wilkesboro Speedway, I know is amazing for you guys being part of the NASCAR all, all-star weekend of events. And next year you'll be a part of the all-star weekend as well. Also in North Wilkesboro, um, all the events, all the races, the, the the crowds that are there, all the different, even Cup Series drivers that have been partaking in some of your events. Is there anything that stands out to you as you kind of reflect? Any memories or or anything that you go, wow, I can't believe this happened or I can't believe this happened? Like, Is there anything that really jumps out at you as, as a memory that you're going to treasure for yourself as you look back on this year? Yes, actually, a couple of them. But one of my favorites is, you know, after Kenny Wallace ran with us, you know, he gave me a hug after the race. He was like, I had a blast. Um, that that was that was neat just because, I mean, Kenny has fun anything within anything that he does, of course. But um, for him to show some love in our little series was cool. I'll tell you one of the biggest ones, though, was when um, Kyle Larson had said that 
our late model stock competition might be the toughest he's ever seen. That was crazy to me. And I know, of course, uh, you know, how strong our competition is. But when you get guys like that who have competed in the in the toughest series, um, that, that was that was a pretty special moment. Speaking with the director of operations for the Cars Tour Series, Keely Dubinsky, on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And Keely, last week, I believe or so, you guys made a big announcement from Charlotte Motor Speedway, as now you have a new title sponsor for the Cars Tour Series. C-Max has jumped on board to, to be the lead sponsor. And not only that, you've also signed an agreement to have your broadcasting rights with Flow Racing uh, yet again for 2024. That's some huge news. First, let's talk about Z-Max joining the series but tell me the importance of ZMAX now being the title sponsor for your series. Well, the, the the title sponsor is so important to have within the series in general, the way that our business model works. Um, we were so thankful to have had Kirk Ipock in Solid Rock Carriers um, and his wife, Lynette, um, for for a few years. That was, I mean, they are the reason that we made it through all of those those tough years of, of COVID and tire shortages and things like that. So... I feel like now, you know, with ZMAX on board, I mean, that's that's just something that wasn't even on our radar to have. You know what I mean? So when we I got to um, finally meet them uh, face to face at the announcement, uh, I just feel like our our values align what we want to do, how they want to build their brand and how we want to build ours. It just fits so perfectly. And I really think that this is going to add an extra layer of professionalism and just more give back to the competitors having z-max aboard is truly going to change the game for our series and also flow racing again a part of your broadcasting program for this year they were broadcasting your races uh, last year i got a chance to talk with jacqueline drake who kind of hilarious in the sense because she started with you guys in her kind of journey through this career of hers and now she's a pit reporter for flow racing covering a lot of the car store stuff as well so she was very excited for this partnership to continue on and with the world of streaming and, and not a lot of people able to go to a lot of these races and see them live but have an opportunity to be able to watch it and experience the greatness of the cars tour series via flow racing and put some more eyeballs on your product that must be very exciting for you and the rest of the team there at the cars tour series it is and you know flow they are so amazing to work with their content team um rob blount and matthew delner they they come up with you know these crazy little video ideas and we'll put them out on social media i feel like they are so invested in us not just because we are on their platform, but they want to see the series grow. And that's those are the types of people that you need to surround yourself with, especially when you're trying to accomplish the unthinkable within, you know, short track racing. Um, so going back with them is going to be awesome. Lots of eyeballs. Uh, you know, Jacqueline Drake and James Pike, they did an amazing job pit reporting this season. Um, it, it is cool because James Pike worked for us for a long time, too. So it's kind of like we're all all in this circle together. But that that I feel like that just adds that layer of what makes the car store so special, because we have so many people who are extremely invested in the growth of this series and just, you know, wanting to wanting to further short track racing. So we're I'm very, very, very happy to be back with Flo. <laughs> and I know you guys have already announced your schedule for next year. you got some great races on the schedule. As, as we mentioned, North Wilkesboro, you guys will be back there for All-Star Week there with the uh, NASCAR series and everything like that. 
Uh, I know tickets are probably available for a lot of the events you already have on your schedule or, or, you know, or can, you know, campsites and all that kind of stuff. Now, if our listeners out there want to get tickets or also maybe check out the schedule and see what's going on, keep up with the latest news and info, what's going on with the Cars Door Series, uh, what's the direction we send them to, to catch up and keep up with what's going on with you guys? Our website is about to go under construction. So I would say that we always have the information on our site, but definitely stay tuned on all of our social media platforms, especially Facebook. Um, We create events, actual events in Facebook that list everything you can imagine, you know, coolers or no coolers allowed at the track, different things like that. So Facebook is probably your best bet to keep up with the car store. And um, we are going to be releasing tickets here soon for all of our events. And we really, really encourage anybody that can to buy that grandstand ticket and get out there and support those racers because those racers love nothing more than to put on a show in front of fans. Now, we kind of discussed before we went on the air that uh, you've been extremely busy carrying on a lot of the responsibilities you have for the Cars Tour Series. But now you now you get to enjoy your, the benefits of your of everything going on. You get a little resting time. You get a little time off before you kind of get things kickstarted again. So when you know now that you're away and you have an opportunity to kind of decompress, what are some of the things you enjoy doing to kind of maybe um, get away from the track a little bit and, and enjoy your your off time? Um, I really love to go camping with my family. That's something that um, we've been doing for a lot of years together now so as soon as I can get my bags packed and go to a campground with my family and our dogs and a fire pit and a cold beer that's exactly what I'll be doing (laughs) well you've definitely deserved it Keely no doubt about it Uh, the car tour director of operations Keely Dabinsky on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio and uh, Keely we really appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Southern Race Week Radio, enjoy the off-season. We're excited to see what the Cars Tour Series does in 2024 and beyond. And uh, before we let you go, we, we do want to thank you here at the program for all you do for our show, uh, the times that you've come on and, and been a guest and and allowed us to do these interviews with you. And, and, and obviously, we're fans of the Cars Tour Series as well and so proud of the growth and the development that has gone on over the last uh, few years. Uh, the sky's the limit with you guys. And uh, – Looking forward to hopefully some of our audience coming out to some of the Car Tour Series events, and hopefully I can come out and check out a couple of races in uh, 2024 as well. So thank you for all you do for Southern Race Week Radio and all our loyal fans along the network and those that listen to us on the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. So uh, thank you for all you do. Happy holidays to you and your family. Have a blessed uh, Christmas and New Year's, and looking forward to having you back on the program for a new season of Southern Race Week Radio when we, when we kick things off in February of, of 2024. Absolutely. I'm sure I'll have plenty more to share whenever you do start back up. But hey, anytime that you want to come to a car store race, you know, I always have a credential with your name on it. So I'd love to have you out next year in 24. Hey, this is Jamie McMurray and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right. Welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southeast. We continue on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot Zoom line as he's coming to us from his lovely offices. He is the founder of Warner Communications, who pretty much helps out a lot of these NHRA drivers that you've watched over the year doing their PR and publicity work and booking them on different radio shows just like this one right here so let's welcome in the founder as i mentioned of wonder communications great friend of the show ladies and gentlemen it's mr elon werner alfred you have my permanent job as my hype guy from now on we're just going to travel the country i'm going to have you go in the room first and then i'm just going to come in like a first bell hall of famer 
no problem at all, Elon. I'll come in with a big old, big old boom box. We'll have your walk-up yeah. music. I'll introduce you to everybody in the room, and then you can just walk right on in. Uh, before we went on the air, I was telling you that this seems like an idea that I can't believe no one has ever came up with because I'm a big March Madness fan of NCAA uh, basketball. One of the funnest things about March Madness, of course, is filling out your brackets uh, for the tournament. But you've kind of developed that into a weekly thing with the NHRA series with your drag race bracket bonanza. So tell us a little bit about the success and what you came away from the few times that you did this uh, wrapping up the 2023 uh, NHRA season. Yeah, so kind of the plan, it took us most of last year to kind of build the site. And we wanted to test it over the summer to make sure that it worked. And I thought, you know, I'll launch it at the U.S. Nationals, the biggest race of the year, and then kind of carry through the countdown to see how it worked. Honestly, um, I wasn't sure how well it would be received. Uh, I didn't know how much support we'd get. This was just a total idea that I had. Um, and it, it exceeded all my expectations. Um, every race, we had more and more people playing. Uh, we had people talking about it on social media. The teams got excited about it. After seven races, um, we knew we had some. And now we're kind of going into the offseason uh, with plans to make it even better for 2024. Uh, we'll do all 21 races next year. So a fan that may be playing that doesn't know anything about drag racing can feel a little bit more comfortable making picks. Or even if they just know the Nitro classes, they can make some picks in the Pro Stock bike or Pro Stock car and vice versa. Um, and that's really kind of a planned deal. I want to have Drag Race Bracket Bonanza be a tool to make the tent bigger, to get more people involved, but also help drag racing fans appreciate all four of the mission food categories. Uh, speaking with the founder of Warner Communications, Elon Warner here on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And you mentioned you're going to be doing this for all the events in uh, 2024. So maybe for some of our listeners out there who hadn't heard about it and just hearing about sure. it for the first time, how can they go about registering and being part of the Drag yeah. Race Bracket Bonanza when we do return to NHRA action in 2024? Yeah, so uh, the website will be up, Drag Race Bracket Bonanza, and you can sign up at any time. It'll probably um, go dark for a little bit. It's kind of a weird deal because no one really talks about college basketball playoffs in the spring until the month of March rolls around. So we're um, going to go dark a little bit, but you can still sign up at DragRaceBracketBonanza.com. And you'll get on our email list. We just sent a survey out um, to a lot of people that had already joined, asking them kind of what they would like to see added, what they liked, uh, things we could improve. Um, but we'll do a big push uh, in February and March of next year. So if you're following us on social media, like you said on, on Twitter, it's just at Drag Race BB. Instagram and Facebook is just Drag Race Bracket Bonanza. Um, we'll do some holiday posts to just kind of, you know, poke the bear a little bit. But really, uh, we're going to spend the offseason making it better, and we'll come out gangbusters in February for the first race in March for the Gator Nationals. So um, the the best thing you can do is if you want to sign up now, you can sign up, but then just also just you know follow us on social media, and you'll get updates from us. And um, we'll got some big things planned. Uh, we'll probably have an app next year, um, and then we're going to you know trick it up a little bit with like you said more stats, and also on the TV side, um, I am trying to reach out to Fox to see if we can kind of you know incorporate some of the cool stats that we get uh, just from fans. You, know, you see a lot of things, fan polls and things like that incorporated in the broadcast. And I'd love to see, you know, some of the graphs that we can pull together of who people think are going to win uh, just based on, you know, their passion or kind of what they think. So um, 
it's been great this year. And, I, you know, support from you you having me on and, and talking about it and sharing stuff on social media has been been really key for us. Well, Elon, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Southern Racing Radio. Very excited for this continuing on in, in, in 2024 with the support of, of all the drivers, the teams, the networks, and everyone that's behind it. Uh, like I said, it was really fun to see it develop uh, for you and so happy that it became a success for you guys and looking forward to what this will bring to you, not only in 2024, but beyond and into the future as well. Because I think this could be something that could really catch on for like you said those who are big time nhra fans and those who are just the gradual fans who are looking to try to get into the sport a little bit more by doing kind of a fantasy league type event there with with the drag race bracket bonanza uh elon once again if our listeners want information or get contact or learn more about this where can they go once again to get all that information sir yeah the best place is uh drag race bracket bonanza.com or honestly our facebook page uh person that's running our social media accounts does a great job um you know she's hustling and she's sharing stuff so drag race bb on twitter or just drag race bracket bonanza on our facebook page so um i appreciate it and you know we're gonna you know it's gonna be fun and you know i appreciate you having all the guests on uh we're kind of you know rolling in had a great season with justin ashley and josh hart and cameron crusoe and we'll have some exciting things going on in 2024 for sure. Hi, this is Winston Kelly, the Executive Director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to our season finale episode of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southies. We deliver to you another brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot Zoom line as she races for Elite Motorsports in the NHRA series. And not only that, picked herself up a sixth Camping World Championship title this past year in the Pro Stock Division, uh, making her a very historical achievement for her this year as well as, as if she doesn't have enough historical achievements throughout her illustrious career ladies and gentlemen let's welcome in a six-time nhra pro stock champion in the campy world nhra series ladies and gentlemen it's miss erica Miss Enders, uh, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on our season finale of Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. We are. Thank you for having me on. Of course. I think the last time we had our interview with you, you told us that if you did win the championship, that you would come back on the program. And you and as I as you kept your promise, I'm keeping my promise as well to have you on the program. So congratulations. Uh, you clinched your sixth championship in just your first run. You you ran your first run. You won it, and that's all you needed to do to uh, clinch the championship. So uh, congratulations. Obviously, with six titles, uh, there's not a lot of people out there who say they can win six championships in any professional sport, whether it's baseball, football, uh, basketball, whatever, college football. But you've done it six times. Um what was it like to know pretty early on that uh, you won this thing and, and wrapped it up? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, it was, uh, it was just as equally as stressful as, as the other ones, but um, you know, going into Pomona, we had, we had won Vegas the weekend before, um, which gave us a pretty over a hundred point lead over Greg Anderson, who was in the number two position. So 
Well, Pomona's point and a half, so we knew we were going to have to probably go some rounds on Sunday, but NHRA said that we, if we could put seven points on them during qualifying, we could clinch the championship before race day even started. And uh, so when I heard that, I was like, okay, well, we're closer than I thought we were. Um, and the way qualifying worked out, um, we ended up having to win first round on Sunday. I had to race uh, Fernando Quadra Sr., and uh, we were able to get that win and secure our, our sixth world title. But it was definitely, uh, definitely very stressful, um, especially since the way the season started. And then we were just kind of able to rally and, and pull together during the countdown. And uh, the way the point structure works, we were uh, we were able to get back on top when it mattered the most and, and finish strong. So not our best year, but um, to be able to end the season with a championship is is definitely uh, you know the goal when we start. So I'm proud of it. We've won uh, we've won championships by tremendous points leads. We've won uh, using the countdown to our advantage, and and that was just one of the years uh, last year. So I'm uh, I'm excited about it for sure because the only the only two people. With more in pro soccer, I'm tied with Warren Johnson at six, and the only person that has more than us now is, is Bob Gooden with 10, and, you know, he's my childhood hero. So pretty pretty cool to be in a company like that. Well, you still got time to try to get that 10th one. If you, go, you Hey, who knows? You still got a few more years under your belt. But um, but six championships, that's quite impressive. Is any one of the six stand out to you, or does this one mean more than the others? Or I mean, how do you rank them? I mean, is it hard to rank them or is they, do they all feel the same to you? It's, I'd say it's probably tough to rank them. The way the first one came about um, probably will never, that feeling will never be replaced because it's a, you know, it was a dream of mine as a kid racing junior dragsters to be a professional racer one day and, you know, let alone win one world championship. And, and now we have six, but the way it happened in 2014, it was, uh, it went all the way down to the final round where it was Jason line and I, and whoever won that final round won the world championship. Um, 2015, the second one, uh, we dominated that year. Won nine races. We clinched uh, before the season was over in Las Vegas. Um, so those uh, those two were very interesting for sure. But um, last year's 2000 and crap, I'm gonna lose track of my years. 2022, um, we won 10 events that year and went to 13 final rounds. So I'd say that was our most dominant season, craziest, you know, lead of a championship. So, but the first one probably probably be my favorite. Speaking with six-time Camping World NHRA Pro Stock World Champion Erica Enders on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, you just mentioned the two drivers in the Pro Stock Series that you are tied with or have more championships than you, but you're also another elite class of multiple champions, John Forrest, Tom, Tony Schumacher, Kenny Bernsting, among others. What's it like to have your name included with some of the, the best racers in the NHRA Series as far as numbers of championships that have, that have been won by you guys? Um, it's pretty crazy. Kind of one of those pinch me surreal moments because, um, you know, when I started this at, at eight years old, I just, this is what I wanted to do. You know, I did my third grade project on, you know, what my future holds and I wanted to either be a fighter pilot or a race car driver while my friends were wanting to be teachers and doctors and lawyers. And, um, you know, it's, it's pretty, pretty cool that we've been able to get through my whole life up to this point and, uh, still be able to be a race car driver. And then to have my name mentioned alongside of those names that you just mentioned is, is unbelievable because those guys, you know, most of them are retired and and they're legends of our sport. Um, you know, John force is the man, right. With 16 world championships. I think Tony Schumacher has eight. Um, so there it's crazy. It's, it's really crazy. I don't know how to answer that question. It's surreal. Now, obviously the season's over. You got some time to decompress, enjoy the, the championship before you get ready to kick things off in, in March at the Gator Nationals. So now that you have this off season and 
and everything like that. Do, do you take a little time off? What do you do to enjoy the off season, or is it pretty much you know working still to get ready for for the next season? What what do you do now that you you're done with the season? What do you what do you like to do and enjoy the the time away? Well, when we got back from Pomona, we live in Oklahoma. I spend probably seventy five percent of my time here, and the other quarter in Texas. Um, I'm from Houston, so I spend as much time as I can down there. That's kind of like home for me, and and then I just work up here in Oklahoma. But when we got back from Pomona, um, it was hunting season. It is still hunting season, but we had two weeks of, of rifle season. So my team owner, Richard, has a ranch, and me and a bunch of the guys go out there, and, and we hunt for a few days, kind of relax, get away from the cell phones and technology and, and people pulling at you. But um, So I spent a couple of days up there. I spent a week at home in Houston for Thanksgiving, um, which was awesome, kind of is my my reset and kind of recenters me. Um, but we're we're back at work. We're at the shop now. Um, a handful of my guys have the burnout car uh, in Noble, and they're they're doing burnouts, putting burnouts and and launches on new sets of tires. So we're just um, you know all hands on deck, getting prepared for next season. When everything got back here, uh, you know the cars got unloaded, completely taken apart, stickers pulled off of them. Um, you know we got decal guys coming in to get everything branded up for next year, so everything's fresh and looks first class. And you know there's really not ever an off day. There's always something to do, especially when you have we're running nine teams out of this shop. So it's uh it's pretty crazy, controlled chaos, but we still find some time to have some fun. Now, if our listeners want to follow along with you during the Aussies and keep up with you on social media or maybe check out uh, purchase merchandise or anything like that, uh, where can they go to keep up with you and, and purchase anything that maybe some championship gear for for that special holiday gift for that special someone in their lives? Um, so on Facebook and Instagram, it's Erica Enders Racing. Um, I do not have Twitter um, and you can buy our shirts at Randy's horsepowerheadquarters.com. Um, my sister posts the links to our Facebook and, and Instagram as well. So that'd probably be the best bet is to just look up Eric Anders racing. Um, go there. We have some really cool new six time world champion shirts and hats and whatnot. Um, and if they get on here pretty quickly, they can have them in time for the holidays. So, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do our best to keep social media updated in the off season. My sister does a really nice job at all of that. And, um, this week we had tomorrow morning, actually, we had to Indianapolis for the PRI show performance racing industries. It's our largest industry trade show. So we'll be up there, um, doing appearances and, and having meetings and getting everything set up for next year. So again, all hands on deck all the time. Well, Miss Andrews, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Southern Race Week Radio. It's been an honor to get to know you and congratulations on that championship and looking forward to seeing you defend that title in uh, 2024 when we kick things off in March at the Gator Nationals. Sounds awesome. Don't forget to tune in uh, on Flow Racing. Also, we're going to we're gonna do a little preseason kickoff race. It's uh, our pro superstar shootout, and that will be in Bradenton, Florida, February 7th through the 9th. So uh, there's over $1.3 million up for grabs. So if people want to get, get the drag racing season started off a few weeks early, they can go ahead and tune into that. It'll be pretty exciting. This is John Roberts from FS1, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to the season finale of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southies. We wrap up this year's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here in 2023. And once again, thanks to our great guests for joining us here on the season finale of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Of course, we heard from Keely Dembinski of the Cars Tour Series and also Elon Warner, the founder of the Drag Raising Bracket Bonanza, 
And then also six-time Pro Stock NHRA champion, Erica Ender. So thanks to those great guests for joining us here on the season finale of Southern Race Week Radio. And if you want to hear this episode again or any of our previous episodes of Southern Race Week Radio here in 2023, just check out iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud, and check out the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. We would really appreciate it if you download, listen in, and subscribe to the podcast here during the off season and of course we'll have new episodes of southern race week radio kicking off for you here in february of 2024 but we'll have best of southern race week radio programming for you here during the off season to keep you entertained you'll hear some of our great interviews that we conducted in 2023 but even though it is the off season there's going to be plenty of racing news and information that you're still going to need to know about that's why you need to check out southern race week on social media you can like our facebook page at facebook.com slash southern race week or follow us on twitter at srw radio for all the latest news and information from the racing world 24 hours a day seven days a week and then also you can check out our email address email us anytime if you want to drop us a line srw radio at yahoo.com that is srw radio at yahoo.com but uh, for william barber myself and the entire southern race week radio family enjoy your holidays have a happy and safe new year as well and we'll catch back up with you with all new episodes of southern race week radio in february of 2024